Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 2 of Draw at Large. I am your lively, fun host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Also, at Draw at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us, because we just want to be loved. All right, joining us this hour will be... Uh, London Derry Lancers football coach Jimmy Lozon. Just a note to the control room. He'll be in early because he will be calling or asking Josh to call the uh, coach, the head coach of the uh, St. Anselm football team. So we can chat with him on air this morning, which is really cool. That's uh, Joe Adam, who's the head coach of the St. A's football team. We'll find out what's going up, what's going down on the hill. Uh, but we have, I believe, we have a phone call? Yeah, Susan in Milford? Okay. We have, uh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Wrong screen. We have Susan in Milford on the line. Good morning. By the way, if you'd like to call in once Susan's done, the number here is 606-6762. We always uh, take your calls. Good morning, Susan. How are you? Good morning, Rich. How are you? Unbelievable. That's good. I just wanted to make people aware that the guest you had on Tuesday on your show, the uh, Muslim apologist, is going to be at the Manchester City Library tonight. Oh, Robert Anza, uh, That's yes. the main library. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be on a floor uh, between 6.30 and 8.15 tonight. I believe it's going to be on the uh, in the auditorium at the 405 Pine Street location, the main library. Yeah. If anybody's interested in going out, I, will, I intend to be there tonight, and uh, hopefully others will be there as well. Gotcha. So uh, I don't know if you get a chance, because I think you said you were calling on your way into work, so I don't know if you had a chance yes. to listen to the interview live or in the archive, but uh, what were your thoughts? Uh, I did not get a chance to listen to the whole thing as yet, because I have been swamped at night, and I haven't had a chance to sit down and listen to the whole hour of it, but I do intend to do that at some point over the weekend. Um, okay. I, I just am never going to trust them because of the Takia issue, and uh, I do know that Robert goes around the whole state of New Hampshire as an apologist for Islam. Uh, I know people personally who have seen him at other uh, locations all the way up in Laconia and other other areas. So that's his job, is to go around and be an apologist. And I'm still disappointed that no one from the mosque has come on to your show to actually uh, debunk what is there. And I know for certain, uh, without shadow of doubt, that Dave Gobbitz was in that mosque. So uh, I, I, can, uh, I can guarantee he was in there. But uh, anyway, that's the, uh, the issue. Also, uh, with regard to the Boy Scouts, uh, they're probably losing some members because alternative organizations have been formed, one of which is Trail Life USA. It's a Christian-based alternative to, uh, to the Boy Scouts. So that might be a reason why they're looking for girls to join, which I think is mm. wrong. But that's well, just me. <laughs> now, can, can I ask you a quick question, Susan? What, what, um, and I don't doubt you, but what, uh, what evidence do you have that Dave Gobatz was actually in that mosque? They, you know, the, the police chief has questioned that, but and uh, I have asked him for something that would show, you know, a receipt from a restaurant, a hotel, something that would show that he's here. And he sent me some information that I haven't had a chance to go through yet. And I've had a couple people that apparently he was with call me, and I need to get back to them. But so, uh, what makes yeah, well, you certain he was the thing. there? He, the- well, I, I know somebody who knows Dave Gobbitz, who's to talk to Dave Gobbitz, and I know he was in that mosque. Okay. I really am not at liberty to say too much more. I do know that this person is supposed to get in touch with you, uh, so and I will encourage him again. He may have already reached out to you. He may be one of those ones that you haven't gotten back to yet, but I do know that he was in that mosque. 
Gotcha. And there's material in there that is uh, radical. All right. Well, Susan, we appreciate your uh, tuning in and your calling in. All righty. It's uh, Susan in Milford, 606-6762, if you'd like to join the conversation. You know, the Boy Scouts is a Catholic organization. A lot of people don't know that, and most, uh, and as such, they typically are associated with parishes. Uh, you know, 606-6762, should the Boy Scouts be uh, integrated? Uh, you know, I, I do believe that, you know, women's women's organizations would be screaming bloody murder if uh, boys were trying to get into the Girl Scouts. Because, you know, girls are delicate flowers that need to be separated from boys so they can properly ha- have their, their, their identities as, as females and women developed. And actually, I... You know, I say that with something of a mocking tone, but not because they don't believe it, but because they believe they they, they don't believe that boys need the same. <laughs> you know, and I, uh, what are you going to do when it's time to go camping? Uh, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, and you know the way the Boy Scouts, um, it's it, it, it's typically the dens are run by what are called den mothers. So it's not like women don't have a role to play in Boy Scouts. Uh, so to the degree that the den mothers uh, sort of oversee the den and the, and the fathers work at uh, uh, in the organization sort of at, uh, uh, I don't want to say a larger level, but they oversee larger like the PACs and things like that. So there is an integrated leadership structure where boys are, you know, exposed to male and female leadership, uh, 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 men and women in leadership uh, roles within the organization. Um but the whole I, the whole idea that I, I, I don't know my head hurts already I don't even want to think about it but um, a, a couple points with Susan's uh, said you know I uh, doctor uh, why do I want to keep calling him doctor I gotta look up maybe there's a doctor Robert Ozzie somewhere he's not a doctor uh, but clearly he's an apologist for uh, for Islam and uh, you know I had discussions with him that I uh, I've not been able to have with anybody else. And, you know, I was being flooded, frankly, with input from people. Uh, what about this? What about that? What about this? And I just couldn't get to it all. And he's willing to come back and I will probably make arrangements to have him come back. Um, and, and, and he's uh, he's already agreed to do that. So. I think. That. There's so much cross chop out there that we might do well, particularly if you call yourself as I do a conservative. To remember Martin Luther King's admonition about judging people on the content of their character and not the color of their skin. Okay, now that doesn't mean in my never to be humble opinion is your ever humble host. That you toss caution to the wind and you ignore characteristics of groups. But what it should do is uh, inform your discussions, inform your evaluations, these, these uh, I'll call them stereotypes. But you should always try to deal with a person as an individual. I, I was surprised in a, by a number of things in that interview that we did with Robert Ozzie. And... Um, he did, by the way, I, he sent him sometime last night. I saw them in my email this morning. He did send those links to those things that, uh, you know, he said uh, were proof of 
uh, uh, Muslim condemnation of acts of terror around the world. And, uh, you know, this whole idea that uh, the number one killer in the United States until Orlando was, uh, you know, uh, racist white supremacist attacks. I haven't had a chance to click the links. I haven't had a chance to see what material he's talking about. But as we always do, we will make this available. I'll send the uh, the links to Josh so that Josh can upload them with the archive of, of Robert Ozzie's um, interview. And you can decide for yourself whether or not they're valid. Okay. <laughs> But, you know, I'm, I'm not sure the uh, the mayor of London, who happens to be a Muslim, condemning the terror acts in his country are necessarily or terror acts in his city are necessarily evidence of, quote, Muslim condemnation of Islamic terror. It just so happens that the London, the mayor of London is a, a, a Muslim. I kind of think the mayor of London has an obligation to speak out when the citizens that uh, live in his city are being killed by the bushel. If they're being killed by the bushel and you're the mayor and you don't speak out, well then, (laughs) you're going to have a problem with something called re-election. So we'll have to... So this is is some of the stuff that we have to get through. We have, uh, oh, well, we have former Hooks at School board member John Liskars in the house. I was actually at the top of this hour going to talk about, I was going to play off of what Tim Jandeberg discussed about the role of uh, school boards and administrators and how things are supposed to work versus how they do work to talk about the education forum, education on tap that uh, John organized, but uh, he's probably calling in for that purpose now. So we'll, we'll go to that conversation. Good morning, John. Good morning, Rich. How are you doing today? I'm terrific, thanks. How are you? I'm just fine. Listen, I just wanted to thank you uh, for coming out last night to Education on Tap. I know it's a late night for you, but uh, being one of our keynote speakers, along with the uh, New Hampshire GOP representative, Mr. Sweeney, as well as uh, Donna Green, um, and then all of the Board of School candidates, uh, Board of School Committee candidates, uh, it really was a good night, and I also want to have a shout-out to uh, Manchester Community uh, Public Television, who were there to record the event, so we can share the uh, sh- share the great discussion we had um, with the rest of the Manchester and Hooksa communities. All right. Well, John, I want to thank you for uh, pulling it together, and uh, we'll be talking about that in the next segment as I use what's happening or happened in Northwood as Yet another example of why certain people need to be elected and certain people need to be unelected when it comes to uh, not just the Queen City, but just about anywhere. Sounds perfect. I look forward to listening to it while drinking my uh, morning cup of coffee. There you go. <laughs> it's former Hooks at School member John Liskars. John, thanks for calling. All right. Uh, so uh, we will get to that in the very next segment, which starts just a couple minutes from now. But I, I think we need to wrap up on on this on this discussion. You know, I will give Doctor. Uh, I will give Robert Ozzy. Um, you know what I'm thinking as I'm saying his name. I think I know what happened. You know who I'm confusing him with because the name sounds similar, although it's different. If he's listening, he's probably going to just shake his head. He actually, you know what? He kind of reminded me a little bit of Sid Glasner, actually. Me too. Yeah. Even his pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Dr. Oz. Ozzy Oz. So, yeah, I, I think, uh, and, and obviously they're, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I think is happening. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing and saying Ozzy, but out of my mouth is actually, th- my, but, you know, I'm thinking Dr. Oz. <laughs> but, you know, I, I will give him credit. And, and there are people who say he's participating in this takia. He's, you know, he's, he's lying because, you know, Islam says it's okay to lie. Um, you know, the thing, you know, the thing that I question um, and I, I would I would love for someone to inform me of this is wh- why would God send the angel Gabriel? Now, keep in mind, Gabriel is a Jewish name. God is the God of Abraham, the Jewish people. But if God sent a, 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 what we Catholics call or Christians call the Annunciation, um. If, if God sent Gabriel to seek Mary's consent to be the mother of Christ, his son, the living God on earth, to call his people home, so to speak, why would he, six or seven hundred years later, feel the need to send Gabriel to Mohammed? to start an entirely different religion. It would seem if they really worship the same God, and I, I'm just thinking out loud here. I know nothing. I, I'm not condemning anything. This is a question that I will probably uh, ask Robert Ozzie when he comes back. Why would he send Gabriel to Mohammed to start a religion that does not follow his son and therefore by definition my definition as a catholic can't possibly follow him it would seem a bit contradictory that the god of abraham having given his son to the world in jesus christ would then 700 years later start a competing religion it's like a divine practical joke. <laughs> Split personality, I guess. I don't know. But that's that's a sincere question. And you know what? I did not know that until Robert Ozzie told me that. I had no idea the origin of Islam. I knew it was from the Prophet Muhammad, but I'm not exactly sure what the purpose of the Prophet Muhammad was. Because it almost seems that they worship Muhammad, the Prophet, more than they worship the God that allegedly spoke to him through the angel Gabriel, who 700 years before then asked Mary to participate in the salvation of the world by bearing Christ, the Messiah. You see? Deep philosophical questions. So, and, and since I have my... Uh, <laughs> All I can do to try to read my own Bible. It's not likely I'm going to put everything aside and read the Quran. <laughs> so, uh, but even if I were, I'd be reading the book without any sort of context or understanding. And anyway, that's what it is. All right, we're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, we will be uh, chatting about whatever it is our listeners call to discuss 
Or what I want to talk about, which is the continued dysfunction of school districts in the state of New Hampshire as school boards cede their authority to superintendents who are all too happy not just to take it, but to trick those school boards into giving it. This is Gerard at Large. 